Annyeonghaseyo. Welcome to Afternoona Uncensored, Unscripted, Unedited, and Uninterrupted. So let's get to it. Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi there. After much technical difficulties, we are now operating. Yes. And I'm already flustered because I've seen some of the questions coming in and I feel like I'm all discombobulated. (laughs) Or your face is like reddened. Yes. You are. You are flushed. Yes. Physically flushed. That means it's a good question, though. Mm-hmm. So we are, it's our afternoon uncensored pod. And basically, you know, we have our own ideas, but we also have our Patreon where folks as our plug can join and come into community with us. And so we've started this like trend kind of through happenstance of like asking the Patreon if they have any questions for us. And then they've just ended up being better than stuff we have. <laughs> and so right. really, like better than any content we come up with. Yeah. Right. And I, and I try not to look too hard at it because I like to go in kind of a little raw dog. I mean, I do look a little bit, but I just looked tonight just right before as we were coming on. I was like, whoo, I'm getting a little steamy looking at <laughs> So anyway. That means it's well done. So we appreciate the content that's given to us. Um, and we pre- so yeah so here's the thing so sometimes we look at the uncensored as an episode where when we're really busy we don't have to prep because we're just like doing you know most of it off the cuff but since we've started asking our patreon for questions comments this or that's whatever um we realize that we've been getting a little bit of homework <laughs> which is awesome but sometimes we're not done with our homework before we record. And so we might not have everything complete for this one, but it gives us food for thought for the next one. Yes. So I will. Yeah. Cause I, I have homework and I really like it, but I take it extremely seriously and I did not, I did not do it today. So I need more time. We'll share what your homework assignment is for listeners. And then homework assignment. Right. So this basically is form like essentially like a like a super K-pop group. Um, and there are rules. So eight members total, no more than two idols from an existing band. You need to have a leader, a maknae, and cover the usual positions, vocalist, dancer, visual, and rapper. Mm. And um, that's just, I take that very seriously. Can we all do that homework? I want to do that homework. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. That, we, that can be like our, that can be our snack for next oh, month. But people don't always like K-pop. So that has to be, I True. think this should be a post in Patreon. And this is our plug for. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do a post. Yeah, that could be great. That's great. All right. But Amy, because you're Amy, you did do your homework. I did more than my homework. So share your question that came with homework. And I'm going to just. You can, yeah, turn off your. Take a nap. Because Leah's an asshole. <laughs> we talk about not yucking people's yums, but Leah yucks all my yums. I, I don't. I just. You do. You do. Okay. That's okay. Because I'm going to enjoy this. I did enjoy it. And I'm going to enjoy talking about it. So um, I was asked uh, to do a fan cast for Marvel because I'm the only Marvel fan in the group. And uh, the Avengers K-Drama Actor Edition and um our poster said just phase one though otherwise it might take the rest of the week but i couldn't stick to just phase one i didn't do everybody but i kept thinking well i want to put this person i want to put this person so i'm going to go just quick through my list so here's who um here's who was listed in the post and you'll see the extras that i added so it was captain korea iron man hulk thor black widow hawkeye loki so i'll toss those out really quick captain korea for me was uh either Rowoon or park sejun Iron Man, Edong Wook, like no question about that one. Mm-hmm. He would uh-huh. be, gr- yeah, he's great. Yes, hundred percent. Like total, like snarky billionaire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Perfect. Um, the Hulk. We need somebody who is not normally Hulk size, but then gets to turn Hulk size, like Mark Ruffalo. So I went mm-hmm. with MC One for that oh. one. <gasps> okay, I like that. I like Bangin'. that. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. Thor. We need somebody thick. So I went with Tell You. <laughs> oh. That one. Okay. That's Black great. Widow, 
Black Widow, um, Isam. <gasps> oh, from um, Black Knight. From Black right? Knight and from yeah. um, Because It's My First Life. Yep. She would be amazing. Yep. I love her. Love her. Um, Megan, this one for you. Hawkeye, Ji Chang Ok. Oh, he would be a good, good yep. Hawkeye. Good Because isn't, isn't Hawkeye kind of like. He's an archer. Yeah, but isn't he like a little snarky? Not snarky, but a little bit of an attitude. Um, I mean, he's just he's kind of. I mean, Clint okay. Clint's a nice guy. He's not super snarky, but he's got he, when he needs to, he can he can bring it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, Loki. I couldn't decide between Weha Jun and An Bo Hyun for that one. Uh yeah, that would be good. Oh yeah, that would be good. Weha Jun would be good Loki. Like when he's mischievous, mm, but right. because like we were talking before we started about the show Loki, which Le- Leah doesn't want to watch, but her whole family does. And the show <laughs> Loki was amazing. And I'm sad that it's over. And it had a very sort of sad ending. Um, and I think that An Hyun would be the the good arc for Loki um, when he right. gets a little bit more emotional. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Wait, who did you say was Captain America? Did you get there yet? I Captain Korea was either yeah. Warwoon or Parks Park Sejun. I couldn't okay. decide between those two. Yeah, I was um, gonna say Captain Korea, but yeah, Pak Sejun. Jun. I mean, so, who else? So I threw in a few others because I I was missing some people. So okay. Doctor Strange, Gong Yu, mm. oh yeah, Ant Man, Eamon Ho, because oh. Ant Man like he's uh, Scott Lang is a con artist who then falls into being a superhero, and Eamon Ho is a great con artist in Legend of the Blue Sea, another one that you guys haven't watched, um, and I think he'd be great at that. Um, Bucky Barnes slash the Winter Soldier, Kim Woo Bin. Mm-hmm. Um, Star Lord from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, EJ Ook. I don't even know who that is. Mm. That's Chris Pratt. Oh, okay. Thank okay. you. Um, I know who EJ Ook is. I don't know. No, I know. I, I'm saying, <laughs> Star- yeah. Yeah, I know. You did it. You so, knew exactly what I meant. Yeah. Rocket, who is the mm-hmm. smart mouth raccoon played by, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. Um, Kim Bum. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Vision, who is um at first just a voice, and then he does get sort of like a corporal mm-hmm. being, but it, it, it's the voice that that we love about Vision. And so I picked um uh Isu Hyuk, who is um oh. Megan. He's from Tomorrow. Yeah. He's the one who looks like Neo. <laughs> Perfect. He'd be so good. Yeah. Good, good voice. Um, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch or Wanda, um, Jung So Min, and then Spider Man, Kang Teo. Oh, mm. that's a good one. Then you just sweet, sweet little Kang Teo who is right. then gonna, you know, get bit by a spider and turn to. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my list. There could be a lot more. Like I could do this for hours, but I won't. So but I enjoyed was- it more than I expected. Yeah, I actually really did enjoy it. I that. do have a quibble though. I have okay. one that I think I would do different. Well, I'll I'll allow it. I'll okay. allow it. Since even though I, you're an asshole, I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. So my one that I would do different uh-huh. is Doctor Strange. Okay, who would you do? Lee Dong But I already have him as Iron Man. I don't feel like he, I feel like I would give Gong Yu to Iron Man. Mm, I mean, we can agree to disagree. I I, I think- feel like Lee Dong brings more. Ex- eccentricity see but i i see like uh i i see like him from tale of the nine-tailed and like that sort of attitude is very very tony stark to me but that's hey to each his own that's okay so you can have your quibble Mm -hmm. and i can like it is a multiverse it is absolutely (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so see thank you for that thank you for that assignment please like give me stuff like that any day and i will do it and do more than you ask <laughs> you know what i want to do maybe i'll do this for next uncensored is cast game of thrones Ooh, that'd be fun mm. because that be fun. that's i want to know who you're gonna put kind as of jamie and i want to know who you're gonna put as jamie and cersei like i know i i, <laughs> I need to think about it but i really <laughs> i think i might do that i can't do that off the cuff like i need time no to think. that's a lot of thought right uh but i might do that yeah, who will I cast this reek? <laughs> Poor reek. Oh, oh, yeah, who, 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 who are you going to cast straight? Who am I going to cast straight? Yeah. Okay, that's amazing. I, For some reason, I immediately was like, Ji Chang Ook. 
his reek. I could never do that to him. Oh, reek. Oh, reek. All right, we'll do yours, Leah. Okay. So this one is the question was. Would you rather watch a Korean remake of My Beautiful Man, which was a Japanese BL that I will stand to the end of days. I loved it so much. It is half my personality. And would you rather watch it starring Min Yoongi, who is my ultimate bias, my ultimate person in this world. Their poster is behind me right now Mm -hmm. um, from BTS and another actor idol of your choice. Or would you rather meet Min Yoongi in the flesh, but you didn't get to speak or interact with him at all? He just puts his finger in your mouth and leaves. (laughs) And I thought about it for a second. And this was one that... A second. You were pretty quick on the draw. I was very quick on the draw. Given that I cannot interact or do anything but have the taste of his finger linger versus a show that I could watch forever being just a disgusting... Goblin, I'm gonna go with his beautiful man because look, because they were like, Who would you cast him as? So, let me just give like a very short rundown of what my beautiful man is because not everyone listening has watched it. So, I just need to paint some broad strokes. My beautiful man is it follows the misadventures of two boys. You saw it, right, Megan? Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can help me with it. Yeah. Basically, it goes from high school through to college through to graduation. It follows these these two, and it's like that first love. One is kind of like the school dork, I guess, um, who forms a big infatuation with like the school quote unquote king, who the new kid, and he's like a new kid, right? Yeah, I think it's very vague, kind of, because, like, I don't think he's that new, honestly. But but he's beautiful. Like, he's he's beautiful. So stunning. Yeah, Kiwi. And so he, but Kiwi is, like, not able to be, he has a lot of damage, and he's not fully accessible in his emotions. So he feels a lot of things, but he doesn't necessarily um, show them. Whereas uh, the other character who is his foil is much more uh, heart on his sleeve, like borderline obsessive. And it's just a really, so yeah. So Hira is like the second, he's, he's gawky. He's a photographer and he's somebody who very much idolizes his love and through the story kind of comes into his own power. Whereas meanwhile, like, Kiwi wants this person who he is in love with to come into his power. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. It doesn't. It sounds like an Asian wiki boring blurb to say it like that. It's highly emotional, super sexy, kind of weird. It's like absolutely opposites attract, and yeah. yeah, it's about like a rich guy, or I'm sorry, not a rich. I'm sorry, popular, um, beautiful man, and yeah, a, a, like a, a kind of nerdier character who's infatuated with him and it's following their relationship as they start to get to know each other and it's wild and And i think what sets it apart is that you kind of get into that like kind of like he's not like bullied but you know kind of like a slightly bullied character with the cool guy and you kind of follow that for about like four or five episodes of kind of like you're just in like the nerdy guy's pov basically and then we get a flip around episode six where it's all in cool guy's pov And that's when the whole thing just changes because you see the power dynamic is actually not quite as it seems cool, calm, collected guy is like a fucking mess over this guy. But because Mm -hmm. he's like vulnerable or because he like wears his like mask of coolness, like you get to see that mask come off and see. So they do like some retellings of scenes where the guy has been like kind of like too cool for whatever. And then you kind of just like see what happens when his face is averted or after like you know a kiss or anything like that and he's just a mess and at that point i was like i am trash for this for the rest of my life right so that being said i'm going for min yoongi for the cool popular wannabe idol actor whatever because he he is a marshmallow inside who plays cool on the front Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, for sure, obviously, that's going to be my archetype. 
And look, I'm going to make a bold choice for who I'd have play here. <laughs> and I don't want people to come at me freaking out about shipping culture because people get kind of like wild about it. So look, this is just my movie choice. Calm and you down. were asked to do this. Like you were asked, asked to do yeah. this. So just people need to like, people have big feelings. Just like go touch some grass. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you guys use that now. I use it all the time. <laughs> I am going to cast Kira controversially because this person is also cool mm-hmm. with a bandmate from BTS, Pak Jimin, because I think that especially if you look at like early day BTS, there is an energy around Jimin that is very interesting, which is that he like, I think now there's like a public perception because he's been very good at fan service of that. He's like always sexy and cool and like in control and kind of like the good dancer. And he's always kind of like immaculate when he like joined the group first. He, he wasn't sure if he was even going to make it. Like he kind of got through on the skin of his teeth in many ways. And he really thought he was getting kicked out at like any given time. And he had one member who basically is famous for being like, I really want you on my team. I really want you to be here. Minyungi. So he has this like puppy devotion to him in like the early days of BTS where like they have like their first festa and stuff where he is just ridiculous. And he is still like young and he's just kind of still awkward. He hasn't gotten into like his super cool like personas that he can do now. And I'm just like, look, it, it'll write itself to me. Being a mm-hmm. BTS fan, I feel like, yeah. There's probably fan fiction. Oh, well, I mean. Oh, look, for sure. <laughs> I did a whole, I did a, we did at Afternoon at Army, we did fan fiction of BTS for Halloween to just be like, what's out there in the wild worlds of fan fiction. Oh my God. Can you imagine being a famous person and reading kinky fan fiction about yourself so i I went the most wild obviously in the group people like tried to get some people tried to be more respectful i was like no i want to go for some crazy shit so i went straight to omega verse because i was like i only want i only want omega verse and i actually did do a jimin yungi omega verse story where jimin has puppies oh my god (laughs) i swear to god leah I'm obsessed obsessed with Mpreg, but not really. Like, I don't, like, follow it or read it or, like, know it. I just know it exists. And the fact it exists makes me happy on, like, a regular... It's almost a Roman Empire to me just to know it exists. I've read read a bunch. Yeah, it's it's, it's a wild genre. I've read almost none, and I don't feel the need to. I just am happy to know it it exists. Oh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Yes, puppies. Oh my god! <laughs> and so it is absurd. And yes, it is. Is it weird? Yeah, it would be weird. It'd be weird if I found some fan fiction about I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be as weird if I had puppies. <laughs> you know, like it is kind of weird. And they yeah. like gloss over some of the technicalities. I'm like, so is it actually a puppy, or are you just calling it a puppy? I'm not clear. Megan. Is it a what? puppy? Is it a physical puppy? Or is it just that's the name of what you call the Mpreg baby? Oh, oh, n- no. I mean, well, I mean, they're, uh, I mean, it depends. What, but no, the, some of them, they've like given birth to actual puppies and they can't shift into humans until yes. like they reach a certain age. So they, so like they are giving birth to, to puppies and like, Oh my god. I mean the way the writers, the creativity of these writers. Like I will never knock this just saying. No. Um, no, no. Cuz yeah, but how do you think of it? Like that They what... give birth numerous ways. Like some like some of them can only give birth through cesarean, so it's like not like natural. Others like literally form a birth canal like in which if you think about what the female body does or you mm-hmm. know the a womb carrying body does during birth, it's not like wild to think that someone could just like grow a birth canal. <laughs> I mean, we grow a baby. I don't know, but um, so it's done a whole like different grow, ways. And, and like sometimes grow a birthing organ. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's yeah. what a placenta is. I mean, it's it's not that out of the realm of like possibility. Anyway, but but it's it's it depends what you're reading. Like uh, obviously, all authors kind of pick. Some of them do give birth to babies. Some of them give birth to puppies. It just 
Yeah, because they baby were saying they were saying puppies and like the baby can't speak. It's not like fully sentient. And they weren't like they didn't describe it as having like paws waving or hands. It was just kind of like vaguely, but they kept referring to it as a puppy. And I was like, so am I dealing with an actual puppy? Yeah, well, sometimes too, they just call them pups, yeah. even though they're not. But like it is kind of funny when they like they have like a house full of puppies and it's just like these like two adult shifter people. And they're like wrangling their like litter of puppies that like the one man just gave birth to. I mean, it is wild. It's wild. So I I love it so much that look, I have a lot to do in life. Like really, I feel like right now my cup is full. I have overcommitted and I'm not sad about it. If I ever find time or if I like move into retirement and I just need a project to do, I want to get a PhD in Omegaverse, specifically Mpreg Fick. Because I'll do it with you. I want to just spend, I need to like spend years deep diving it. It's, I mean, it's incredible. And it's a wide range. That's the thing. Like all authors have their own lore. And if people and, think I'm kidding, I'm not, there's zero part of me that's yeah. joking. Well, cause then there's also like, there's like where like the Omega has like five alphas and they yeah. just have like a big puppy pile. Although that Omega is like the hardest work in Omega and show business. Yeah. Oh, I mean, very. (laughs) (laughs) Amy is like, can we move on? I know. We are not talking about anything (laughs) K-drama or K-pop at this point. Okay. But I I do have, I do like this question. And this is something that would be interesting to talk about. So what is the point of the separation towards the end trope? The separation towards the end trope, other than completely ruining a show and making it impossible to believe in an HEA for the couple. Are there any examples of it being done well or reasonably fitting with the plot? Or is it always like fouling on purpose when you're losing a basketball game? Um, I think, I would say, like, I, I think there are some where it's like, I don't even understand where you went or why. You know, oh, with K dramas? Yeah. Like, there, right, are some, well, there are some that I'm like, I, there, it served no point to the story. Right. They break up and I, they just disappear. Like they leave yeah. for a, the States for three months and you're like, why? Right. <laughs> like if it, but I think it can fit in the story for some of them. Like it. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I, um, I saw Leah commented back to this person, but there are, um, that's very much hated by a lot of romance readers. And so a lot of times people will even label their books by saying there is no third act breakup in this book. Um, it's not my favorite either, and I often don't write it, but I think I write it sometimes. What? I write it. Yeah, well, I don't. It. Uh, yeah, I've written it. Don't get me. I'm saying no, I, I do it like I do it like a majority of the time I do it. Yeah. And that's that's fine. A lot of times. Yeah. <sighs> but I don't I don't think I do it gratuitously. You know what I mean? Like I I I, I do it in a way like the way that I think that I do it um, is to, to put the, the hero and heroine in positions where they choose what they need for themselves first and then choose each other. Mm-hmm. But I don't usually, I don't usually do it as like a full on breakup. I do it as like a career thing or, you know, something like that. I don't do it like the one, the one that I, that I think of off the top of my head where I remember I had to like message you guys and like ask questions. Cause I just was and it's a drama that we all love, which is mad for each other. But like, where did mm-hmm. she go at the, you know, like <laughs> she did not go to Mongolia. <laughs> where did she go? Yeah. Um, Wait, so, mad for each other. That was, uh, that, no, no, you're thinking, you're thinking of because this is my first. Yeah. Because first life, first Megan. Life. I said Oh, that's Mongolia. Other. I'm sorry. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. What but was, it was the same thing. Yeah, she yeah. did go somewhere. I don't even remember where it was that she went. She did go and she did travel and it was just, I, I was just, it was just confusing because it wasn't like fully a breakup. It was just like, I'm going. And I, I got that, like, you know, she was a shut in and then she like had to, you know, come, you know, come out of her shell and, and be comfortable in the world again. But it was, it was an odd, just sort of like leaving, like with, with no warning. Right. Um. Yeah. The warning, because this is my first life, I hated. Right. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. So I, I will say this. I, I don't always dislike the breakup 
sometimes I like it and I'm like looking I'm looking as a as a romance reader or a romance k-drama watcher I'm like waiting for it because sometimes it feels like that's what has to happen and I'm just gonna so I'm gonna talk about the book Romancing the Beat by Gwen Hayes which we talked about before it has like uh basically it outlines all the romance beats that you need to hit when you're um writing a book and so I there actually is a beat called the breakup so I just want to read a little bit of what she says about this beat because yeah. I think it helps. This is the thing. I, I think a lot of times K-dramas and romance books, they do it wrong. And if they do it wrong, then it's just going to feel frustrating. Mm-hmm. But I think when a breakup, like when a third act breakup is done right, it's heart wrenching, but it also feels good. And it feels like that's what's supposed to happen. And then it makes so, the resolution feel fantastic. Yeah. And that's another thing. The resolution feel like, okay. I'm not a robot. I'm sorry, but I'm going to bring it up. They needed to break up. Yes. Mm -hmm. They needed to break up so badly. And that is why the resolution was so sweet. So, okay. What you want here to make your point resonate. I'm sorry. This is from Romancing the Beat. What you want here to make your point resonate is for one or both of your characters to have a choice. Choose love or choose fear. This is a major attack and one or both of them have to choose fear they have to choose this too many romance novels have this moment often called the crisis point uh be driven by an external plot point but if the crisis point comes from external plot points alone your heroes are not learning anything about themselves so always have your crisis point tied to the moment when your heroes choose to hold on to their fears flaws wounds or misconceptions instead of opening their hearts completely so very much in um i'm not a robot i'm sorry i'm just gonna kind of like it's such a great example though yeah it's a great example so he he he, i mean his whole life he's chosen to reject other people he's he his his false belief in that drama from the very beginning what he believes based on experiences is that everyone will betray me everyone will betray me and uh to a degree, it comes true, but not in the way he thinks. But he holds on to that false belief. He th- he's like, it's confirmed. Oh, I all along I knew this would happen, and it did. She betrayed me, and he holds on to that that false belief, that misconception during that like third act breakup. And it isn't until he lets go of that that he realizes that not everyone is out to get him, that not everyone will betray him, that there will be people who will care about him only until he lets go of that. Can they be together? And you had, so they had to have that breakup because he, he had to go through that and he, he really has to had complete to his through. own arc before he yeah. can be her partner. Exactly. He has to complete his own arc. So again, oh my God, I'm going to watch that drama again. <laughs> again, that's why I love that. I feel like I'm not a robot. I've said this before. I, I'm sorry. But everything about that drama follows romance beats so perfectly. So it's so easy to mm-hmm. give it as an example. Yep. Um, but that's it. I mean, all your character, um, I'm kind of been working on that right now because I've been working on characterization. Your character always has a fear. So his fear is that everyone will betray him. And then due to that fear, well, it's a wound. Sorry, there's a wound, which is the fact that he was betrayed when he was little. So his fear is that he will always be betrayed. And then he has an unmet need because of that fear. And that's that he has not connected to anyone since he was a child. He has no friends. um, He's isolated. And he's not he's not open to love, to to friendship, to, to anything. And it is until he lets go of that false belief that he can truly be happy. So, so there you go. There, so, that, so I agree. So I do agree with this comment. A third act breakup can be terrible and annoying. Um, and sometimes it can feel like it's put in there for no reason. And I would say mad for each other was one of those. I was like, I yeah. love that drama, but like, but I was just that's... so confused. I'm like, where is she going? Why is she going? Are they yeah, together? Why? Yeah. Like, well, because they didn't wasn't... show her yeah. overcoming anything other than just her needing to be alone for a little bit. But it's, it, it was it was stupid. So I agree. Agree with that. Yeah. So I think that's the answer. Is when it serves the point of the story great when people are like i kind of just don't know what i need to do in terms of conflict so the best thing to do is have them break up 
because I just need some action to happen, then I think everyone feels a little bit like blah. Yeah, I would say to a lot of people don't like it when they break up just because of a, of a miscommunication. Like, oh, yeah, I but, overheard this was this. You said this when they never said it. And then they, when break they could up have just talked like, to each other. Yeah. yeah. And here's the thing is, I think to me, then again, it ties into what is the core wounds of the character. Right. And so if there's so, again, I'm not always going to say a miscommunication is bad. I'm not always going to say it's good, but True. I'm not always going to say that it bothers me because it depends on what the core wound is. Like you were saying mm-hmm. with I'm not a ro- robot. It's like abandonment and friendship, you know, lack of friendship, whatever. And mm-hmm. so it just depends if the misunderstanding hits some sort of core wound. And it also depends on ages, too, because like new adult, I'm going to be much more Mm-hmm. like open-minded if it's like younger characters or people with like emotional growing to do than like full ass adults who've like lived a life and then just had a fight mm-hmm. and we're like i'm out of here that mm-hmm. isn't gonna feel satisfying to me mm-hmm. um so yeah i think it's just to me i'm gonna just say a very uh unsatisfying <laughs> answer which is to me it just depends because yeah. it depends on the story and if it the story if the story holds holds it i can live with it and i think as a a, a a reader or a watcher like you'll you'll know when it doesn't work i mean you're probably picking up on when it didn't fit and that is right. totally true i think um as romance writers sometimes we don't you know there's maybe the characterization is off so when then when we try to like have them grow or have an arc it doesn't fit and then the breakup doesn't work so um it all leads to establishing um your character properly which is is hard to do all right let's do some a lightning round of this or that that are fun so i'm just gonna say them and don't ask, one, don't the, ask the last I'm, one yeah the only one i'm not gonna do is duna because um it would be to me i feel like spoilery even though there's like you know okay so wait I'm, before we do that can i just say one thing um and it's related to Duna, but like, so heads up, we will cover Duna because Leah and I are obsessed and Amy will be watching it. Um, And that actually leads it kind of uh, when when Leah was talking about how she lo- looks at characters actions differently based on their age. That's one of them. But actually, I kind of have a, a question for Leah based on Duna. OK, so if you could be titillated by one scene for the rest of your life would it be the hand brushing the skirt from mr sunshine or would it be duna lifting the hero onto the counter and kissing him with the ice falling and no ost in the background Look, I'm going to say Duna, but I'm actually going to say it's the bathtub scene from My Beautiful Man, Love Eternal. Oh, I know, I know, but that wasn't a choice. That wasn't a choice. I'm and just saying. I, I'm that just wasn't saying. a spoiler. I mean, they kiss in Duna like it's a romance. They kiss. Just that's, yeah. it's great. Kissing so, will happen, but yes. Kissing you know. will happen. So don't worry. We will be covering it uh, because I have a lot to say about it. Yeah. And, and if so Amy doesn't get to it, Megan and I will do it. I'm I think get to it. What you will? She's watching. <laughs> look, Rain I just don't. No, look. I wasn't saying it to be mean. Oh my gosh! It was I'm only saying maybe it, if you don't want to watch it. Yeah, like look, I'm not going to force people to watch things. There's things I just haven't watched, not because I haven't like hated them, but because I just didn't do it. So I just see what I mean. Yeah, I don't want to make you feel obligated if you hadn't seen it. If you're like, look, I would much rather be watching something else. We're going to make like, you feel obligated to watch a time called you. So I know. I know we are obligating you. It's you gotta. I I mean, I'm going to. I keep putting it off because there's other things I feel like doing, but I will. I I am doing it. I am doing well. I'm doing my homework right now and I'm enjoying it. Like, but like I'm watching Rain or Shine because you told me to watch Rain or Shine. And I I mean, oh, I'm so so. (laughs) Well, I'm not done with it, so don't yeah. But we'll cover I did it. I did it because you told me to. And so you're gonna Mm. do what I tell you to do. Yeah, I just said we sorry. the pay, we had a lot of requests for rain or shine. Okay, <laughs> let's do this or that. Yeah, let's do the lightning okay. round. Okay, so melodrama or rom com? Melodrama, melodrama, rom com. Since when? I don't know. I just said what came to my mind that felt authentic. 
<laughs> here's here's the thing. I don't think there's a, but I don't think there's any drama that's like just a true just rom com. Oh, Cafe Minimum Dog. Yeah, well that that's just a comedy. No, that's just I, don't even, I don't even think that's a rom com. That's, that's a comedy. So but what's you, a, I guess what I mean, am I in the so, mood for what am I in the mood for right now is I guess where I'm coming from with that, which yeah. is probably something a little bit because I'm watching semantic I'm rewatching semantic error. Are you really? Oh. Yeah, because I'm in the mood and that feels okay. rom com y, not melodrama. True. Okay. So I guess this is what I'm in the mood for right now. Okay, action or horror? Action. Horror. Horror. Okay. Forehead or fringe? Why'd you skip the other one? I didn't mean to. Which one did I skip? Segook or school? Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a tough one for me. Sagook. I would choose I would choose Segook. School. Yeah, I'm not Sagook. surprised. Okay. Okay. Forehead or fringe? Sorry, I didn't mean to. Sp- oh, 100% yeah. forehead all the time. Not. I'm not 100%. I can't. Fringe love the forehead i love the fringe i think i'm gonna say fringe beer or soju beer soju beer <laughs> okay subtitle the ost lyrics or stop it people are still talking <laughs> i say stop it because yeah. i honestly i honestly i get confused sometimes i'm like did they just say that there's at the song? Like, <laughs> yeah. Stop it. People are. St- stop yeah. it. I, I'm, sto- I'm stop it too. Stop it. I am absolutely stop it. That is very funny. Maybe laugh out loud. Okay. Love to cry or hate to cry. Love I love to, to cry. cry. Love. Okay. Love to cry. Palace royalty or palace servant. Oh, servant royalty. I don't know what the question is. Are you know. more invested if you watch a drama on the palace servants or palace royalty? How about just no palace? <laughs> no, that's not the question. I know, but that's my answer. Oh Unlikable characters. I'll, I'll, say, I'll, say, I'll say royalty. Sorry. Okay. Unlikable characters. No time for that or sure? Absolutely. Yes. Same. Yes. Yes, if yes. they serve a purpose. Yeah. Not, not just like somebody there for the sake of being horrible, though. 12 episodes or 16 episodes? really into 12 episodes right now 12 i've been into 12 lately too because i feel like yeah. there's just been too many loosey goosies that are just trying to hit a episode block yep half or hour plus episodes or rain those in rain, rain those in rain I, I, I want like 52 minutes yep look i have been i went through a binge i'm kind of off of it now where i was inhaling bls <laughs> like wildly you and were, I was yeah. like 23 minutes, 28 minutes. I was like, hit me, hit me, hit me. And so <laughs> it's like blackjack. Yeah. Hit, me, hit me, hit me with another 23 minutes. Rewatcher or I could be watching something newer. Oh, I'm not a rewatcher, honestly. It's it's I've only I've I very rarely re- I, I, I am not a robot and Chloe are the only ones I've ever rewatched. Yeah, I was gonna say like. Yeah, there's only a couple that I will like re- rewatch, but like I, I don't, I don't have that kind of time. Like I want to watch new stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's FOMO. Yes. So I am lately a rewatcher because I watched My Beautiful Man like four times. In a you row. did. You're like I I'm watched- watching it again. I'm like Jesus. Still Weatherman like two to three times. I just got yeah. into a few that I was just like I finished. I'm like I'm just looping right back. Just looping. I mean they're 23 minute episodes. I'm like hit me. I'm just going yeah. back in. Okay. And then we're going to reply 1988 with Tech or John Yul. Yeah, do you know what? For so long I've I think I said Tech in in the in our episode. But lately, I'm going with June, June, y'all. And did you know they broke up? I did. I was going to bring did. that up today. Mm-hmm. Seven Aww. years. Seven <gasps> years. So oh, I she's hope gonna, they're okay. She's going to meet her Travis Kelsey then. Yes, mm. she is. Yes, she is. So I hope they're okay. I hope they're. Yeah. I hope they're all right. June, y'all, for me, just as a personal taste, those pink mittens fucking just. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Choke me with them. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this right. is a funny one that I thought was funny. Any K drama watching habits? 
That was what I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This listener said, I have to watch episodes in pairs. I'll only watch the opening credits for the first and final episodes. And I never watch the previews for the next episode. I hate spoilers with a passion and I don't even watch movie trailers. I'm that guy in the cinema that would quite happily stick his fingers in his ears and close his eyes rather than risk a spoiler. And I'm the person who sits there after the credits so that I don't miss the post credit like teasers, you know, like yeah. whether it's in a, in a movie, like, cause like Marvel movies always have a post-credit scene. Like I say all the bitter end and in a drama, if, if I'm watching on Netflix and Netflix decides to just jump to the next episode without giving me the teaser, I get pissed and I will go back and I will watch the teaser first. Even, I, even if, even if I'm going to start the next episode, I want to know what's coming because it's never what it seems anyway. So I always like to try and like figure it out. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I don't like my husband and I used to call it scenes from the next I don't know why it's what we <laughs> always call it when we watched like house and stuff together mm-hmm. um I don't like them anymore not for k-dramas because I just find that they really really clickbait you with these oh they 100% do like they're yeah. always wrong yeah. and they stress me out and I think about them so I don't I don't like it so I'm the same way I don't watch those and I I very much avoid spoilers um I don't yeah I I mean, other K-drama habits, I obviously, I don't watch the opening credits. I only watch the opening credits for the first one. Um, And I have a hard time stopping in the middle. Like, I feel like I always have to kind of, like, finish an episode, even if it's, like, not time convenient for me. I have to, like, get to the end of an episode. Mm. Okay, so I echo that. I do, too. Except if I fall asleep, like, involuntarily, which I do in bed sometimes. Right. Um, oh yeah, with with the opening credits, um, I usually only watch the first time unless it's Pachinko or Goblin. Those Ooh. I watch every time. I do watch the first one because I'm always like, I want. I'm curious what they're trying to sell me mm-hmm. on the field mm-hmm. is. It's not always right. Like I still remember, if you wish upon me had like, I think it was if you wish upon me. It like it was like silly, happy, mm-hmm. whatever. And then they go to the drama. And the drama's just it's like. So- <laughs> drama is just like wrench your heart out of your chest so um i'm always curious but um yeah i yeah i i i always watch it at the beginning but then always skip it at least on netflix and i skip it on vicky so for me i would say habit is i watch 99.9 percent of dramas on my phone oh same um i will say that i like trailers a lot um, so I'm a hard movie trailer. Yes, I am a very anti teaser. So I will not watch the teasers for next episodes. If they come up, I skip. So, Same. but I do like to know a trailer for a show yeah. or a movie. I, I do like to know the overall trailer for sure. I just, but I don't watch teasers for Never. the next episode. It just, they make me mad because they're always wrong. I forget what drama that always had teasers for the next. And I would watch them. Um, and then they would really stress me out. And then I'd watch the episode. And then the whole episode, I'm like waiting for that scene. And it just like messes up my like viewing experience, I guess I would say. Um, because I'm constantly just thinking of that instead of just like letting the show play out. But, but then that's just know. my brain. But like now you know that it's like I, I feel like now that I know that it is like clickbait, I just I take know. it for what it is. And I just I don't know. I, I, I watch I, it. I let it get in my head too much. Yeah. No, I I don't think it's like it's annoying that I do that, but that's why I can't watch them. And I do yeah. not watch on my phone. I need a. I, I do. need a big screen. I need a. I, I like. I like it on my big TV. No, nope. I. T- I have a whole thing where I take my contacts out. <laughs> I can't see for shit. Yep. Then I hold them really close to my face. I put my AirPods in, and I watch until I wake up in the morning, and my AirPods have fallen out. And when my AirPods fall out, that usually stops the show. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> then I know where. It. Then I know where to pick up. I'll watch yeah, on my I watch... iPad in bed, but like, I, I can't stand the the small screen on the phone. See, I, I get I think disoriented if I, I watch it on a TV. Like I've tried watching on TVs, and I I can, but I feel weird watching it on a TV because it feels like there's too much space between me and the screen. I'm like so used to having it right in my face that mm-hmm. it feels weird to have this whole room. I'm like, oh, it feels too like it's too empty and big. Like I want, I need the immediacy of it in my eyeball. Yeah, I, I, do, also, I do everything on my phone. 
I'll say also, I don't have to wear my glasses when I watch it on the TV too. So it might be that as well, because I only need my glasses for close up. So if I'm laying in bed, mm. I have to keep my glasses on and mm. watch on my phone. Whereas oh. if I'm on the couch, on the TV, I don't have to have my glasses. Oh, oh see, that's I annoying. Gla- yeah. I take my glasses off, contacts go out, and then I just hold it right up to my eyeball. Yeah. See, that's an, if I had to see, wear. I have to hold it far away to see. Yeah. Mm. I can't That's, see up close. You basically you like you need reading glasses. Like you, yeah, yeah, that would are. be yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that because that's one of my favorite things. I can take out my contacts, get in a bed, and lie down and watch my yeah. Like, my see, so, like try laying on your side with your glasses on. Like no, it yeah. doesn't work. I don't know what I'm going to watch yet. Um, Sarah from K Drama, this is really on me to watch Twinkling Ro- Watermelon, and I do think it looks good. I'm wondering if I can squeeze it in like before Thanksgiving, because some stuff is coming out on like the 24th. Um, I might. She's really like pushing it. It is a school drama. The Twinkling Watermelon? Yeah. But it's yeah, a why, time does she tra- think, why does she think you'll it's like it? It's a time it? travel. She, <gasps> it is. It's a time travel. And it looks really cool because it reminds me a little bit from what she said. It reminds me a little bit uh, from My Perfect Stranger, where I talked about that uh you did. The last yeah. episode where she the heroine travels back in time and meets her parents when they're in high school and like they're meeting <laughs> like it's kind of you know it's like well, back that's, to the future that's kind of the way this is he goes back in time and meets his like dad but his dad likes a different a girl that's different than his mom and he's like oh god like <laughs> and then apparently they've joined like a band that's that's what i've what i gather and it looks really it does look really really cool it looks kind of funny but also like heartwarming so i might start that next i'm i am reading some books like for research for the book i'm working on right now so that's taking up some of my time as well but i might start that Twinkling um, watermelon looks fun it it mm-hmm. does and i'm really i'm really into time travel lately mm-hmm. i think a time called you really got me on time travel it it was so like, I feel like I need to keep selling Leah on this. Like, you love the time traveler's wife. Mm-hmm. This is the K drama version of time traveler's wife. It'll get you. Yeah, I, that's all I gotta you. say. Yes, it's it's, it's probably one of my favorite. Five. It's in my yeah, top five. Probably one of my favorites. It's in your top five dramas ever. Yeah. Okay. 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 Off the Patreon. And like right now, I want to hear top fives. Where are we at? Yeah, right now. Just where are you at in life? I mean, like, look, this isn't our top fives are a mutable list. But right now, if you had to pick tonight, these aren't written in stone. These are not the Ten Commandments. I know it's hard. That's yeah. That hmm. okay. Well, I I I just put it out there. I said time called you, and I'm going to say yes. Time called you is in my top five. Um, Alchemy of Souls, top five. Goblin, top five. Mm. oh no this is hard that's i don't three. know I can do this. that's three i don't Are you know still thinking? It, thinking yeah okay. i'm still thinking i yeah start shouting some out you can too leah okay so i'm gonna say right now top five in my top five is do not yeah I mean, I I don't think it's in my top five, but it's yeah. I'm gonna good. say do not has made it to my top five. Me saying because screw you guys, <laughs> not watching it. Moon lovers also screw both of you for not watching it. I'm gonna say and then yeah, look, not reinventing the wheel with Mr. Sunshine or Reply 1988, but I am gonna put Duna in there. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna add Flower of Evil to mine. My top five, and I still need a five. Um, did you say Chloe? No, I love Chloe, but I don't think it's my top five. Oh, anymore. really? Okay, yeah. no, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I wow. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. I did love Duna. I'm going to give it a little bit more time to see if it if it settles into my top five. I need a little bit more separation from it, but um, I loved it. 
So, um, okay. So I, th- I'm going to go with Cloy healer. I am not a robot. Love between fairy and devil. I, I just, it's in my top five. It's, it's just one of my favorites. Even Chloe as a is in your top five. What? Chloe's Chloe? still in my top five. Whoa. I think it will always be in my top five. And I, and that's told, I, I, I have, look, look, guys. I don't even think I, it's in my top 10. Listen, I have a certain loyalty to things. Oh, 100% agree. And I have a loyalty to Chloe that I, I like, I don't know if the chains will ever be broken. And that's, that's just. Have you rewatched it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I have something to say controversial. You're both who's who's still thinking of one? Oh well, I still need a fifth. I, I okay. I, so I while, you, while you're both thinking, I'm gonna make a controversial <laughs> statement. Oh God, okay. So while I was traveling to South Korea and back, I started rewatching some Goblin. I don't dislike Goblin at all, but I started to be like, she's a fucking child. <laughs> Oh, she's like, she's, she's like a real a child. Fucking child. Like, I know. Child, child. Child. And I felt like it started to just be like, ooh, like, child. Child. <laughs> I, I don't care. That's, that, I, that's fine, but that has been my issue. So this time I was, I was a little bit more, and there's like a meme. That's going around. I shared it on our page, our Instagram recently. That's like from the Muppets of like when any 500 year old plus supernatural being comes across an average 19 year old girl. I saw that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> she's so lovely. Yeah, it is funny. It, oh, it, it but I funny. mean, like, it's like, she's just a. F- she talks like a child. <laughs> it's just the whole thing is. Okay. The child. Um, my fifth is all of us are dead. Yeah, forgot that. Oh, that's a good one. So, so Chloe, oh, healer, you know what? I'm not a robot. Love between fairy and devil. All of us are dead. I would say that's my top five still. Okay, mine's gonna be Edomon class. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah, that's fair. I'm just shocked that Chloe is in your top five still. I don't know. Why. I told you. I think I, I didn't even know it ever was. I just didn't know it ever was. So it's shocking to find out. Oh, that was no. always in my top. Maybe it'll look. Maybe it will slip out. No, it doesn't Eventually. need to. It can it can stay hard and in. I, it doesn't need to slip out. <laughs> Stop it! You did not say that. <laughs> I hate you. I, I love I love Chloe. I will always love Chloe, and yeah. I will. Re- I it's one. I I mean, I loved it so much that I watched it twice the first time I ever watched it because it so, it just hit me in all the right ways. So some for me, I look back and I think. Like, how did those dramas make me feel? Yeah. I and the lasting feelings, like how I felt when I was watching it. So maybe, and, and like the first time. So I don't count a rewatch really. But mm. like the first time I watched Chloe, the feelings it gave me are feelings that like are indescribable. Yeah. I mean, look, it so, made us all start 100%. watching. It made us all start watching yeah. K-drama. It, it's so like a loyalty I, thing. I'm grateful to it, but... I, I'm a, I guess I'm just a fickle, fickle bitch. No, I think, (laughs) no, it's, it's, I like that though, that we, I think we should all, if we all had the same top five, this would be a really boring, boring, no one would listen to us. I mean, it would be really boring. But I was shocked this time because normally big age differences, I mean, and look, I'm not bothered. It wasn't like, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't finish it. But I was like, this is more slapsticky than I remembered. It is slapstick at the beginning too. Yeah. And... She's a child. She's a child. <laughs> but nothing happens when she's a child. No, no, no. I it's know. Not that. It's, just, it's well, a ward. It's a ward. And yeah. It is. Ward and guardian. Well, well, it's look, called guardian. Look, look, look. look. Nothing happens. Like, he's not, like, hooking it. I mean, they do make it out. But, like, he is beginning to want to look. Like, when I stopped watching it. And I'm going to pick it back up because it was fun to just, like, casually watch it. But, like, where I got to is, like he you know she's just summoning him and so he'll like try to be cool because he wants to impress her and i'm like child 
like she's at <laughs> like a little girl and you're like here's my painting do I look cool you know <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> like it's just I get I I never like when Megan first said it I was like you are wild for saying this and now I'm like thank you kind of have a point <laughs> like thank you it's, I look and again I don't it has there's nothing like it, it first like I don't I don't think that has to bother you no, I'm like Edong, I'm, I'm, Edong I'm saying Hook. I'm Edong Hook. second story plot line all the way. Well, see, that's that's what like Goblin, the second story plot line for Goblin was I I was so hooked on it. Like, honestly, I was like, I wanted that to be the forefront. Like, again, the single tear on the bridge when she picked up the ring. I was a goner. I was so that was so beautiful. Edong Wook with one lone tear. Are you kidding me? I lost it. Yeah, and the tea room is amazing. Here's one thing I do want to say that I feel like is a small opportunity lost now that I've like am watching again with fresh eyes. Is I would have really enjoyed a third couple, which were the god and goddess. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like we got like a little bit of a flavor, but I was like that could have been actually pretty fun. That would have been awesome. I loved her. She was. I really felt like, great. and because I, I feel like the um, the nephew also like is such an important part. And then they're kind of like, well, we don't really know what to do now that like, you know, he kind of serves a purpose, and then he's kind of like done. But we're like, he's yeah. much a player at the beginning. He's like one of the yeah, like, and I liked him. Characters. And see, that was part of the thing too, as I felt like he was on the same emotional level as her. Yeah, not Goblin. <laughs> so it always like threw me off because I was like, yeah, they're like kids. <laughs> Like like creepy uncle trying to get in. Nope, 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 nope. It's true. It's true. It's true. I don't care. I don't care. I know, and I don't. I I because that's that's the one that gave me like the indescribable feelings. I mean, right, and that Floyd did too. I mean, obviously, but like, but they do kiss when she's twenty, not old. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, they do. The, yeah they the, yeah they kiss when she's 20 like yeah. they wait till her old. 20th yeah but sh- they do wait no, they wait <laughs> they wait till she's 20 yeah because that's totally not creepy he's on AOL, AOL instant messenger asking that she's 18 <laughs> 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 yeah, this is goblin legal when are you 18 <laughs> oh my god oh my when god. are you legal um <laughs> Yeah, and that, that's that's how I pick. Yeah, and I think too, I, I I like need to separate myself from Jamas for a little bit to decide yeah. where they settle in. That's the thing. Duna's too fresh because I'm always yeah. going to be super obsessed with the last drama I watched. Yeah, like, well, I, I think just, that's Duna, the way I am. To, to me, Duna is going to be awesome, but I feel like where that spot was held before for me was All of Us Are Dead. It's a fickle. The fifth spot is a fickle spot. It's hard. Yeah, where it is hard. Will bounce around. Look, but I, I almost, will say, like, a, a time called you, I still think about that drama at least once a week. Like, when I first, when I finished it, I thought about it every day, multiple times a day. And to me, that's, like, when it has staying power and I'm still feeling the emotion of it, like, weeks, even months after, like, that that kicks it to the top five. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to um, dog, I don't want to dog on Goblin because the best, the best thing of all besides the single tier and just like the cardigans best best ost i mean now that we're in like sweater weather like it is the best soundtrack like talk about like that's why i never that's why i never skipped that opening is because i love the song it's so atmospheric round and round yeah also it's the best coats still is the best coats yep coat game just best cardigans best turtlenecks it makes me still want to go to quebec i'm like why are we why have we not gone and done a quebec trip yet just right yep just I'm always a, by the red door. I always love K dramas when like they show a character who has like no money and one suitcase, but yet they have like five fluffy coats. Mm-hmm. Like that's the way it wasn't because this is my first life. She walked around with one suitcase, but she magically has like three for all occasions. Coats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no one does coats like K dramas. I know. I need a dead coat. Like I gotta go get me a good. Coat. I have a. I like coats. I have a lot. I have a lot of. I have a lot of coats. Not like K drama style, but I just every time I see a coat, I like. I get it if I can. I do love coats. Um. Okay. 
are we are we are there any more patreon comments well, here's, to read for now there, I mean, here's a so funny many. thing i was like here's a funny thing yeah. about recording on zoom we can't see how long we've been going i know well i think it's been okay, about well, an hour i think let's close it out with one more question do you want to do okay. a question that any of us have or do we want to go back to patreon no go ahead uh patreon or if someone has one i don't have one do you have one like i don't have a, my own question Okay, here's somebody who has a quibble. Okay. Somebody has a quibble, which is they said that they want, so I don't know if it's a question. <laughs> it's more just a quibble. They want to question challenge our definition of the enemies to lovers trope, or rather ask what is the difference between enemies to lovers and opposites attract? And then yeah. they said that they felt like in the dramas we referred to as enemies to lovers, they don't feel like they're enemies they feel like there needs to be a rivalry for them to be enemies. A boss and employee are not enemies. However, two coworkers can be enemies. I think it depends on the drama. The one that they brought up was business proposal. And I agree that a business proposal was more opposites attract than it was enemies to lovers. But I think that I think opposites attract at times can straddle that line of enemies to lovers because your personality is crack crash clash. Um, so for that particular example, I agreed. I mean, we kind like, you know, when we when we get into talking about things, we can get into the weeds a little bit and get off on a tangent. And I think when we were talking about bi- business proposal, we were getting into the idea of the office, like enemies to lovers, and where where it might be um where where there might be the power of some the the problem of somebody having power over the other in that Mm -hmm. relationship. And I think that's how we kind of got off into the office romance thing. Um, But I agree that sometimes an office romance can be enemies to lovers. Sometimes it can be abstract. Sometimes it can just be an office romance, but I do think that you can have an enemies to lovers with a subordinate. And I, I, Oh yeah. This isn't this isn't K drama wise, but I brought up the movie The Proposal, and that was a hundred percent like she was the boss. He was the assistant. She was horrible. He hated her. But then because of circum like she promised, I mean, it is bad. She promised him uh, a promotion if she posed as his husband so she wouldn't get deported. And that was I mean, they hated each other and then they loved each other. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm going to say that, like, for me, for well, first of all, any good story, and I mean, pretty much any story <laughs> that's going to have to work in any functional degree is going to have layering of tropes. Yeah. And so you're going to have opposites attract and enemies to lovers often together. And I'm going to say that sometimes there's going to be tropes that are going to come into play and be a more important, like if you're stacking the deck, there's going to be like one that's going to hinge more strongly than another. Um, and so you might have like a more strong opposites attract or forced proximity and a looser enemies to lovers where maybe they're not like enemies. To, I think just sounds maybe like a very dramatic word because I'm like, who is my enemy? There's not I don't right. have like in my life. I hope I don't have I mean, there could be people out there that are like, he is my enemy. But I mean, I don't feel like I really have enemies. But I mean, I have people that probably are like, meh, I can like do without them. I feel similar. And so I mean, like there's not really a word for that. Like people of mild dislike <laughs> to lovers. I don't know. <laughs> enemies to lovers, I think just like covers something that like suits. So I, I do think it's not necessarily that like your mortal enemies, it can just be kind of like a vague dislike or some tension because I do, th- I, I mean, I still will argue that something like her private life or touch your heart is a soft enemies to lovers vibe. Like they're not going to be in deep mortal opposition to each other, but there's kind of like a general dislike but more importantly is that there's like an opposites attract vibe, especially with like touch your heart, right? Like he doesn't really like her, but is she an enemy to him? No, but it still fits in like the enemies to lovers trope because there's kind of like a dislike, he, you know, there's some dislike or disdain right. or whatever. Is it more an opposites attract? Yes, but I still, I wouldn't discount the fact that there's a little bit of the enemies of lover. Like to me, that's how I would think about it in my head is like, you're just kind of like layering in some of these different things, but like a crux where the entire drama is about like, like I just, right now to me, it's the book, The Hating Game. Cause like you yes. can't get much more clear than that, like that book. And now it's a movie, but that's also opposites attract too. And it's also forced proximity. It's just the enemies part. And I mean- is it were they yeah and i mean like i guess you can argue at different times is how much was that really at enemies or was it the fact that it was 
yeah something else and so yes. yeah i guess that's where i fall out on that because like chloe could be enemies to lovers and some oh i think i think it is mm-hmm. i mean like absolutely but they're i mean they're they literally are from enemy territories like yeah they're forced to be enemies even if they don't want to be different goals yep well sort of the same and sort of different but <laughs> yeah but Depends i mean like, to a point I, in the drama well i mean like look at the very beginning though we're leaning much harder into the enemies to lovers and like the first episode where people are like shooting at her and like of yeah. course he's trying to protect her but if she died it wasn't like gonna ruin his whole life it wasn't gonna and be she, like i oh. mean she leaves him standing on a grenade yeah she does uh i mean if that's not <laughs> And so I guess I just feel like it's like more forgot about that. Maybe when it comes to romance, like thinking of it a little bit lighter is like I guess where I would say it is instead of it being like this, like it's not like Lord of the Rings or something where it's like she's from Mordor (laughs) and he is but a hobbit. And like (laughs) she lives in lava, he lives in a grass hut. Can they killed his whole family? He ate her uncle. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know. So but yeah, I, I guess, will yeah. I will go back to saying though, like that the business proposal example, I think is a good example of that does lean more to opposites attract than it does to enemies to lovers. Yeah. In that case, yes, I think there's like a flip to me, I would feel like there's a seasoning of it. If somebody yes. was like, I feel like business proposed, like if you were gonna sell me on it and you were like opposites attract again forced proximity fake dating enemies to lovers i wouldn't come back and be like never enemies to lovers i'd be like yeah like it's in there it's just not it's not strong it's not strong yeah all right good discussion tonight yeah lots of good stuff from omegas to (laughs) oh my god third act breakup i'm sorry that we don't edit these you guys (laughs) To stay, oh, hard, okay. to stay hard inside. Look, somebody, tonight we could have changed the trajectory of someone's you may, life. You might have. Who's you like, know what? I'm not, Omegaverse, I am curious. I'm not Next yucking the know, yum. I'm just saying we got off track of Korean yeah. anything for okay, a little for, bit. Let me, just, let me just bring it back to Omegaverse for a second. If oh we God. change the trajectory of your life yeah. and you decide to go into FIC and you get into Puppy M. Prague, Tell me about it because I want to know that I changed your life. <laughs> if you're now reading about men growing birth canals, let us know. Yeah. And oh. I can use you for my PhD research when I get to retirement. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, on tonight that was note. fun. <laughs> yeah. Tonight was fun. We covered a lot. So I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks, right. everyone. Annyeong. Annyeong. 감사합니다. Thank you for listening to Afternoon of Delight. Where can you find us outside the pod? Head on over to afternoonadelight.com. That's A-F-T-E-R-N-O-O-N-A-D-E-L-I-G-H-T dot com. You'll find links to all our social media, our book recs, K-pop and K-skincare recs, and if you want even more Afternoon of Delight, because really who doesn't, you can join our Patreon, where you can choose the patron level that's right for you. Join in daily K-drama conversations, listen to bonus podcast episodes just for patrons, and participate in our monthly live K-drama support group via Zoom. We can't wait for you to be a part of the community. Until next time, annyeong!